me trusting that's my karma. That's my energy. Him taking away from me because he doesn't believe he can get it his Ooh. right way. He needs to take from others. He's in scarcity. That's his karma. So the trust comes like both ways. I'm trusting that what it's coming to me, it's for me and what others are doing, that's their thing. Hello, my love, and welcome to the Boldly Courageous podcast. My name is Melissa Martin. I am a business and embodiment coach and creator of the Boldly Courageous community. Just like you, I've walked through some dark seasons in life and I know what it's like to start over again and write a new story. This podcast is here to activate you, to show you what's possible when you embody your power and walk with courage and fear in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. Each week, you will hear authentic conversations with thought leaders and visionaries as we dive deep into topics such as spirituality, business, money, relationships, sexuality, and so much more so that you can fully embody your boldly courageous self. Are you ready? Let's drop in. Hey, real quick before we dive into the episode, I need to let you know about something really, really special to me. So if you're anything like me and you've had this calling on your heart to start a podcast, but you have no idea where to start, I want to introduce you to the incredible team that I have worked with literally from day one of launching Boldly Courageous over at Podcast Co. They have just released a self-paced course called Launch Your Fucking Podcast. This program will literally take you through step-by-step of launching your podcast from start to finish. You will learn everything about how to create and find the foundation and mission of your podcast, how to come up with the perfect name, get super clear on your audience and the structure of your show. Also, you will learn how to record, how to produce, how to edit, and also hosting, music, creating the perfect cover and building a successful launch strategy. Basically, by the end of the program, you will have launched a podcast that feels authentic and expansive to you, labeling you as the expert that is ready to impact and grow your audience in whatever phase of life they may be at. So all you have to do is go to the link in the show notes, use code boldly courageous at checkout, and you will get a hundred dollars off the launch your fucking podcast course. So now let's jump into the episode. Welcome back to the Boldly Courageous podcast. My guest today is a soul sister who I actually met through Instagram. This is the coolest thing about social media. I love it so much. She had reached out to me um, to connect and to be a guest on her podcast. And like the universe always does, it was one of those conversations where we felt like we had known each other forever. So I wanted to bring her on to my show. Her name is Petia Kolobova. And Petia, the thing that I love about her, and you will see this through the conversation that we had, is just her radiance, like her love And her energy is so infectious and it's so nurturing that you just instantly drop your shoulders and feel safe and inspired in her presence. And in this conversation, we talk about the process of moving from good to great, what it really looks like to embody your next level of leadership, how to truly be open 
to receiving gifts from the universe and how to trust the divine guidance that it is all meant to be. We talk about living in alignment and following your purpose. This, this conversation is just filled with so much light and inspiration and wisdom. So if you are somebody who is navigating through a transition or you want to evolve into your next level of leadership, you're going to love my conversation with Petia. So Petia Kolobova is an alignment women's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. Her mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Petia gives immense clarity and exact steps to unlock women's divine feminine and abundance mindset through subconscious work as a certified breathwork facilitator, Reiki and NLP and human design practitioner. She leads her six and seven figure clients to their next level in life and business. If she's not interviewing fellow experts on her podcast, Unapologetically Abundant, which I was a guest on, traveling the world with her husband, hosting retreats or reading, you will find her in nature, disconnecting from the world, connecting even deeper to herself. Let's jump into my conversation with Petia. Petia, welcome to the Boldly Courageous podcast. It's such an honor to have you here. And uh, one of the things that I love about you is just your light, like your heart and your light. It's like magnetic. Every time I see you or I speak to you, I feel like filled with love because I can feel it like radiating from you. You know, there's just certain people that when you like connect with them or you come around them, like you literally feel like your energetic stores, like your cup being filled up just by being in their presence. So that's the experience that I have Mm -hmm. with you. So thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Melissa. And that is so beautiful. Like, I really feel like that's like the best compliment that you can ever like give anyone because it's, it's just like your energy and who you are being that is so important, you know, for others, because it's like, it's not so much about what do you say? It's not so much about what do you do, but who are you being and how you make other people's feel? I think it was a Maya Angelou's quote, you know, and I would like completely butcher it, but I think she said like, it doesn't matter like what do you do? It doesn't matter, you know, like, what do you say? But how do you make people feel like when you leave the room? How will people feel? And I think that's super important. Because I remember like, at the beginnings of my journey, like coaching, when women come to me, and they're like, I feel so good about around you, you have such a good energy. I'm like, what energy? What the heck they're talking about? Like, I'm like, clueless, you know, like half a decade ago. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like what energy, like, like, what am I doing? Right. But I started to see like the patterns, like women talking to me and leaving better and starting to do different things in their life. And that's when I really started to like go deeper and studying. I was so curious. Like I was so obsessed, like what are you talking about? So I receive it and it's so beautiful, you know, like that we can have the people around us that inspire us. Because like I said today, you know, like my scheduling craziness and everything was like, I want to see Melissa. She makes me feel good. So I feel like we get to be, and I love, like, I'm using the word, like being unapologetic. You are like using the words like courageous and bold. And I love that because when we can be really bold about who we are, who we want to be around and stop settling, stop settling Mm. on less than amazing and wonderful and exciting. And how are you feeling with the people that you're allowing in your life? 
that's what is really creating your tomorrows. It's not so much like journaling and manifesting. It's pretty cool. But when you're staying stuck with the people that are not life-giving to you, you will not get far. Mm. Oh, you are speaking to my soul right now. And I feel like as a collective, we are feeling the shift and the upgrade and paying a lot more attention to boundaries and energy and, you know, how much that matters. And I know we're going to go so much deeper into some of the things that you, that you uh, mentioned, but I always like to start the podcast off because, you know, the name is Boldly Courageous and we're all about taking bold action. So I ask everyone the exact same question is what is one boldly courageous thing you've done recently? Oh my gosh. Uh, I feel like my whole life, it's like a crazy series of like boldness. I was like, what did I do just like now recently? Um, I feel like it's just for me, like giving myself like full permission to like state my desires and state them like out loud because it's Mm. scary you know like when I said like I'm no longer doing this I'm no longer receiving these kind of clients I'm no longer saying yes to this it's scary for me because you know like I declare what type of clients am I working with now what are the new pricing which is scary for me because it's like multiples you know and it's something that I could never imagine before. So for me, it's like that it's really bold to be declaring and to also saying it like out to the universe, like what do, not what I can do, but what do I really want to do? And then I don't care how that will happen. Mm. You know, for example, like I just recently declare, I just want to show up and serve. Like you will be hosting your first retreat very soon, which is super, super exciting. And I have done like my own retreat since 2019, like hosting them and doing all the details, like with the support of the team. But I'm like, I just said to my husband, I just want to show up and serve. I declare it. I don't want to do all the details. I don't want to do the planning. I don't want to do the thinking. I want to show up and serve because that's how I serve the best. And I just had a conversation this week of a woman who wants to hire me to fly to Canada, host a retreat for her, like six women. And I will be just paid to show up and serve. I don't have to find a place. I don't have to find a chef, no details. I'm like, that's very bold of me because I'm like, I want to do this and I don't know how it will work out because I never thought about it before, you know? So I feel like that's for me really bold and also saying no to the woman who want to come, who are hesitant to come. Mm. I want to work only with women who are having yes. And listen, you don't have to like marry me, like meet me and marry me right away. Right. Like I understand some people need to sleep on it and things like that. But when I have women who come to me and they're like, I love you, you're the best. Like, I really want to work with you and I cannot afford it and I don't have a time. And I'm like, I cannot be waiting for you. Like, you cannot come to me, you know, six months later, 12 months later and say, I'm ready now. And then disappear again and then come again. I was like, I'm not available for it anymore. You know, Mm. I'm changing. My prices are changing and I'm not willing to be working with women who you need a week, you need a month, you need a couple months. That's normal. For me, it took me a couple months to say yes to my coach too. I really, 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 really wanted to work with her. And I was so scared because it was a huge investment for me back then. So it took me a couple months of fear and facing it. And I really want to do it. And But it's just, I feel like that's really bold because that means that 
I'm not accepting what's easy anymore. Mm, yeah. You know? So like what I'm hearing is that transition from good to great. Like there's always this evolution, right? And I feel like sometimes when I have this with one of my clients right now, you know, she's, she's like uh, having a hard time, like rooting into uh, her next evolution because there's a fear of permanence. Mm-hmm. And I think women in general, like flow, you know, masculine feels very permanent. Feminine feels very flow. And when it comes to business, it's like, we stake this claim, but is there room for evolution? Like, is there room for growth in that? And there's always room. There's always growth. There's always evolution. Like what you were doing last year might not be set in stone in terms of what you're doing this year, but there's a lot of stories that come up with that. So would you be open to sharing, like, as you are claiming and stepping into this next level of leadership and like stepping into your next level of desire, what were some of the stories that you had to let go of? And how did you, how did you do that? I love that question so much. And I feel like this is question that it's so relatable because we all have those stories. So for me, like really when I realized what my deepest desire is, uh, was like, and it's so funny because it's like, this is something that I'm working on since, oh my gosh, what is it? Maybe four years now. You know, I realized that I had like, um, I don't know if you know, Lori Harder and her bliss project. So, you know, like I was there and I realized on one of the exercises we were doing there that I feel like I'm not special, mm. you know, for me, it's so easy to see the uniqueness in women and see their, you know, higher self and how to connect. But when we are looking like on us, it's so much harder, right? So for me, it was overcoming like I'm not special and it's taking too long and comparing myself with other women. It's so fascinating because I can get so inspired by other women. Like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. She's doing it. I'm like, I am excited for them. It's not like I am jealous of that witch, like whatever, you know, it's not that for me. It's like, oh, I, I wish I would like, I would have done this too. Or I wish that I would have this too, because for me, like there are a couple coaches that I feel like very deep resonance with, but they have like hundreds of thousands of followers. They already have the, you know, like six figures months, you know, and like, it's so funny, but this year, both of them got pregnant. And this year we are like, you know, like planning to get pregnant with my husband. So for me, it's still overcoming that. Like it's happening too slow. It's not happening that fast. Like, are there like, I want to be serving women. Like, can they even like invest this amount of time and money, you know? So I feel like it's a, it's a daily surrender. It's a daily practice. It's, it's like unlearning what was true for me in the past and really seeing like, who am I becoming in the process and what is it allowing me to so it's not like oh here is the story let's rewrite it I am good like I wish it would exist like it it would work this way because there's like millions of stories right so I feel for me it's like when these stories comes up it's like really asking myself like is this really true is this really fact is it unshakable truth for me and if it's not okay what am I choosing to be my truth now? And then when I choose that new truth, how can I step in it? How can I embody it? You know, because it's like I said, it's not like taking your journal, right? This is my old story. This is my new story. And we are done. 
it's it's the embodiment part it's mm. the becoming part and allowing yourself to become and trust mm. you know i i was just like learning about you know like the what are the origin of the words right it's mm. so important and and the confidence come from you know confidere which means the trust mm. You know, so the confidence that we're feeling in our business, in our life, in our abilities, in the impact we are creating, it comes from trusting. You get to trust yourself first, because if you don't trust yourself, nothing else will help. You get to learn to trust yourself and then trust into something even bigger, whether it's God, whether it's source, whether it's universe, whatever name you want to put on it, whatever label you want to put on it. So I'm learning to trust and to surrender. And I'm ha- I've been doing this for years and I still get to keep remembering mm. when things are not going my way, when things are not going the way I plan, I get to remember that that is the plan. <laughs> Write that down. When things are not going according to plan, that is the plan. Because it gives you like the room for compassion. I could be here sitting here and judging myself like I'm almost 40. I don't have a kid. I don't have the savings as I want them to be. I don't have the dream house yet, you know, and it's just like these things that we can get caught up in the scarcity of what we don't have instead of celebrating like my life. It's pretty damn amazing. I'm living the things that I dream of and I like when I was a little girl, I wouldn't even dare to dream about this because I wouldn't even think that it's a possibility. Mm. So we get, to, if you want to rewrite your past and those limiting stories, you get to stop celebrating what is and what is working and what you can love about this moment. Mm. Because I don't care where you are, each and every one of us, every one of us who is listening has things that they would like to improve, have different or have more of. Mm. Nobody's listening and they're like, I've got it all. I'm completed. I can die now. You know, it's like, that's not why we came here. We came here to evolve and grow. Mm. Yeah. So you're so right. And it's like in this process of embodiment, right? We, we recognize that, you know, we're, we're moving through this evolution of good to great or the next evolution of, of ascension or whatever this new version of us we're meant to step into. And there, there, you mentioned the word embodiment, like I'm going to embody this next level leader. I'm going to embody this new version of me or this, this new coach or this mother archetype or whatever it is. And you know, the embodiment work isn't just the thinking, it's also the doing and the being, right? And it's bringing all those things together. And the last component that a lot of people don't talk about is the receiving of it. So like you can embody leadership, you can embody a wealthy woman, you can embody motherhood, you can embody having the best relationship ever and do quote unquote, all of the things, but oftentimes what blocks people, women, isn't the actions that they're doing in terms of like the thing that they want. It's receiving the thing that they want. There's a disconnect. It's like, I am saying I want all these things, but my door is closed. It's like a sliding glass door. This is how I visualize it. It's like, we're asking for the things, but the patio door is shut. We have to open the glass door because we can see it. We can see it through the glass, but it can't pass through. And that's the receiving part. So can you talk about how, um, for you in this next evolution and maybe, you know, the women that you are working with, how does receiving play a role in embodiment work? 
I love that question, you know, Melissa, because like you said, like we are doing all the things and we are even embodying the, the version of us that we want, but then we're not allowing for us to receive. And especially as women, just like, think about it. When somebody gives you compliment, what do you do? Oh my gosh. It's so it's, hard. <laughs> right. It, it's like, it's, but it's, I go somewhere and like, oh, you have such a beautiful dress, you know, or I love your hair. And I was like, oh, it was just from Target or, oh, I just washed it today. It's like deflect. we are deflect, deflecting deflect. it and we are putting it down and we are not open to receive. That's why so many leadership programs are teaching you like, I receive, open up you know, stand in a different posture. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, even when I'm like starting my coaching course with my clients, I do a little bit of breath work because they're like, go, 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 go. And they're like doing our coaching call as the next thing to do. I was like, no, 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 it's, it's not the doing part, right? It's like being able to receive the information to be fully present. So you can say like, I want more money. I want more, you know, like more love. I want more health. And then you are doing like, you feel like you're doing all the right things, but the door it's closed. And it's like everything, you know, like when you're, I don't know about you, but it's like Amazon, right? Like you come home after like a week being out and there is like so many gifts behind the door, right? Is the same from the universe. Like it's piled up behind the door, girl. You get to open it. So you get to open up to receive. And one super easy exercise, because you know, like there can be so many complex things and then you do it once and you get overwhelmed and don't do it. But like, doing very easy exercises and very easy steps. So like sitting down and start writing down what are the things you're already receiving? Mm. Because we are so like caught up into like, oh, it's like, oh my gosh. It's like, even like when you say you want something and then you're receiving it and they're like, well, but I don't want it this time. And I don't want it from this person. And I don't want it this way. And the universe, it's like, like make it even harder, right? It's like I had a client and she was working for a family company and the company was doing really great. And she was starting her coaching business on the side. And she was like, I feel so guilty receiving money from my parents. She was doing the work. It's not like she's tanning all day. And even if she does that, it doesn't matter, right? Like how you receive it. But she was like, I'm feeling guilty, not receiving it all through my coaching, but receiving it through my parents. I was like, you ask the universe for abundance and it says like you will be born in this family and they will do this and you will help them with that. And they give you the, the you got the skills and you got the time and the energy and you're being abundantly rewarded. Where do you see the problem? Right. Like what's right? the problem? Exactly. How about thank you? <laughs> yeah. And, and so it's just like, we feel like guilty and ashamed and it's all oh, such a low energy, you know, such a low energy. It's like on the bottom on the, of the consciousness, you know, like energetic, uh, you know, scale. Mm -hmm. yep. So start shifting that energy and it will help you with everything. You will be able to like open the door and receive the packages, start writing down the things you're receiving, whether it's uh, receiving coffee from your husband in a bed, receiving a smile from a stranger or the post office man, right? Or receiving a, a lick on a face from your cat or a dog. It's amazing how many things we're receiving, receiving fresh air, receiving fresh water. We were just in Puerto Rico at the event and they have like 
I don't even know. It's like inhuman. Like there are parts that they don't even have water or they have like a brown water coming through their tubes. And we're like, we don't even know that this is happening. Like Puerto Rico, it's part of like United States territory, right? But there are people who don't have water. And, and we like, we don't like, I am so happy. We went in Bali and they, we didn't have a warm water and we, we stay in beautiful, like new house, but they're like, we don't need a warm water. It's always warm here. I'm like, what do you mean? I like hot shower tonight. So when we are somewhere, I was like, I'm so happy we can have a warm water. I'm so happy we have a drinking water. I'm so ha- happy that we can go and get groceries anytime. Like, you can get it in two hours from Whole Foods in your door. So you're receiving so many things mm. that you're not appreciating because you're like, of course, of course, my car will take me somewhere. Of course, my computer will turn off. Of course, my microphone will work. Like we take it also for granted. You get to start realizing what are you receiving because you will then start being open like, wow. I'm receiving already so much. What else can I receive? Mm. Like, show me, right? Like, show me what else can I receive? Show me what else is there for me. Because you're not so closed off, you will start noticing things. Mm. I had this experience literally yesterday. Uh, It's been actually coming up a lot for me. And I love the compliments thing, but two things happened. One, um, I was FaceTiming on a date with a man uh, because I'm dating and he was giving me a lot of compliments. And I was like, I noticed myself feeling shy, but, but like, you know, not wanting to be um, egotistical or narcissistic or whatever, but like, I know these things about myself because it's not the first time I've heard it. And I believe those things to be true, but to hear it from someone else, it's like, I don't know, you get squirmy in your chair. Right. And so like, there is a moment of pause. I think that's so necessary when it comes to receiving to actually like notice where you go, what happens like physically, how it makes you feel, when someone gives you a compliment or they offer to help you, like what is the immediate like gut reaction? And yesterday I was flying to California and I had my dog with me. I have a giant laptop bag. I have my carry on suitcase and another small bag with the dog food. And I always pre-board because it takes, you know, I'm like a bag lady. It takes me forever to get all my stuff situated. And I have the dog and I, I, um, go to step out of the aisle to let the gentleman that was behind me pass. And I turn and I look up and it's like a, he's like a cowboy. Like he has cowboy boots on. He's young, like fit. I'm like, can I step out of your aisle? He's like, would you like help with your bag? And I just was like, I had to pause for a second and recognize the offering in that Mm. I'm perfectly capable of picking my bag up. I don't need his help, but it was like, I said, yes, thank you. And he was like, absolutely, ma'am. And I was like, oh my God, like it felt so good. I was like, this is so juicy, right? And it felt like, wow, to be supported by the masculine, that experience can translate into every area of your life because masculine is give energy. So money can show up as masculine energy. Men can show up as masculine energy. Compliments can show up as masculine. And it's our job as the feminine to receive it, not just men and women, but like feminine energy receives that. Right. So those were two like really powerful examples for me of like where am I blocking and where am I being open to receive and where I get 
stuck, and I don't know if you experiences this, is with friendships. When someone offers like, oh, I can drive or I can come pick you up or I've got lunch. It's like, no, 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 I can totally do it because you don't want to like, quote unquote, put the person out or bother them, but they're actually Mm -hmm. offering. Mm -hmm. And trusting, and maybe this, maybe we can talk about this, the trust part, right? Trusting the divine intuition that if someone is offering, they genuinely want to give, right? Cause like there is a line, especially when it comes to people, like some people will offer mm-hmm. from a manipulative standpoint, yeah. but, um, or some people would offer because they feel obligated, not because they genuinely want to, but like trusting the divine assignment or universal assignment of giving, mm-hmm. right. That it is actually for you. And how do you do that without blocking the blessing? Like, right. Mm-hmm. So it could be, um, like you use this example of raising your rates and the first client signs. And then, and then you think, oh, well, it was a fluke or, you know, uh, whatever. Like, so how, how do you trust the universal assignment, right. Of giving without blocking the blessing? (laughs) I just, yeah, I, I love that. And I love the examples that, you know, you are, you're giving to us. And I feel like it's, it always come back to trusting yourself. You get to trust yourself, you know, that you can handle it, that what you're given, that you are worthy, that you are deserving, right? And, you know, like when I moved to United States, I moved here 11 years ago and I'm coming from a small town in Czech Republic, hence that's my accent from, but um, growing up in a small town in Czech Republic, there was a lot of comparing. There was a lot of scarcity. There was a lot of competition. So when I moved to United States, I was so closed off, you know, because every time that somebody would like compliment me or want to help me, or, you know, I would not allow anyone to come close because I'm like, they will take advantage of me. They will like hurt me. They will like, you know, so I had to learn to trust that I deserve the good. Mm. And that what I, you know, and also I like when I moved to States, like after a few months, like I was robbed, you know, and like nothing happened. Like, you know, like I didn't get hurt or anything, but you know, my, my, all my cash all my cards, my driving license, everything, you know, was stolen from me. And it's funny because that was the day that I say, I got to trust more people. I got to open up more. And I open up for somebody to help me because my, my butter in a car died and my roommate was traveling with his girlfriend. So I'm like, I was like, I'm so closed off. I'm like this closed European. I got to trust people. I trust the man and he robbed me, you know? So I'm like, what are you trying to tell the universe, right? <laughs> but the thing is that what I realize and what I'm sharing is this, that me trusting, that's my karma. That's my energy. Him taking away from me because he doesn't believe he can get it his mm. right way. He needs to take from others. He's in scarcity. That's his karma. So the trust comes like both ways. I'm trusting that what it's coming to me, it's for me and what others are doing, that's their thing. Even like years ago, when I started to work with my first life coach and when he, he was doing like helping the homeless people and buying them food and giving them money. And I I love helping and nurturing people. So I, you know, I used to like, um, give food and give drinks, especially Vegas in summer. What we did with my husband, even like a couple of years ago was like, we bought a lot of waters in Costco. We went on a street and we're giving it to homeless people 
because like it's so freaking hot here right so it's like being in that energy and knowing that what you're putting out there it's so yours and what you're doing it's theirs because i used to say i don't want to give homeless people money they will buy drugs and alcohol slap in a face from my life coach he was like that's not your problem that's not your business that's not your karma if you give them the money, that's your karma. What they do with the money, that's theirs. Oh, so good. Right? And that was like slapping my face because I was like, oh my gosh, like that's true. I'm making it about me. I want to be the one who is doing the right thing. I don't want people to take drugs and, you know, drink alcohol because I don't do that. But that's not my life. That's not my problem. That's not my choice. If I give you $10 and you go and buy yourself with $10, you can buy a lot of food, you know, and, or if you want to choose and buy, uh, you know, like two bottles of alcohol, it's not my problem. Me giving and trusting Mm. that you will do what's in your highest good. That's, that's my belief. That's my reality what do you do with that? It's yours. So that goes around with the trust, trusting that the friends really genuinely want to help. If they're manipulative and if they're doing it because their strings attached, nothing to do with you, my love. That's theirs. That's theirs baggage that they have to carry, not yours. We have enough to carry. We have dogs to carry around. (laughs) I travel with my pup. I do too. So yeah, we have enough to carry around. We have dogs and dog food. <laughs> dog food is heavy. <laughs> this is such a good perspective and you're you're unlocking a lot for me in this regard, especially with with the homeless, you know, because I I always give food for that reason. Like mm-hmm. if I see someone in front of Whole Foods, I'll ask them, are you hungry? And then I'll go to the salad bar and I'll get them a salad and bring it outside. Like after I'm done with my grocery shopping or I'll give them a gift card or something that will, from my judgment and my perspective of my choosing of what's best for them mm-hmm. is food or a gift card that they can use, not cash, you know? Um, but yeah, like who am I to be the decider of that? So I think it's um, shifting the perspective of trusting their, their divine, you know, choice. Like you said, their karma. I love that. So What is, I know there's a lot of moving parts that are happening in your life right now, but what is something that you are most excited about right now in your life? You know, right now I feel like it's the shift in my business because I feel like, and I shared with you, you know, uh, before, like this year we are preparing to like get pregnant. So at the beginning of the year, when me and my husband were like, okay, this year we'll get pregnant. I completely freak out. I locked myself down and I went like inward because I'm like, can I do that? Can I be a mother? Can I be a business owner? Can I be this leader that I am when I'm a mother? What if I cannot work? What if I cannot be serving my clients? Like I went into this fear and freak out mode and I locked myself down, not in a bad way. I felt like it's time for me so I, I started to like receive, I went to a couple of retreats myself, you know, I, I, I was working with new mentors and things like that, courses, sign up for new certification of Kundalini activation process, because I felt like I want to be pouring into me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like what's happening now, I'm stepping into like, why not? Like mm. I figure it up up until now, always, whatever the universe wants to bring me, I'm like, let me be resourceful and let me figure it out. And also, you know, in human design, I'm a five one. 
the five is the one who is resourceful, will figure it out, solution seeker. I always did it. So why not with the baby, right? That's when I'm stepping in. So what is really exciting for me, it's shifting up my business a little bit and doing something that I was like scared to do before. And I'm really excited for it because I'm doing like the show up and surf, right? I'm doing the private retreats when I'm just like, coming into the prepared space and hosting it. And also what I chose to, what feels really good and exciting for me, I will be two months in States and there are clients who are like, oh my God, I'm going to see you. And I'm like, you're my client. We're not grabbing a coffee and lunch. Like that's like too much. It's like, I have a boundaries, right? But I'm like, what I can do, it's VIP days and VIP weekends. So that's what I'm doing. And I have already, like, we just came last week and next week I already have the first VIP weekend with one of my clients. So I'm really excited for this because I love the depth of one-on-one. It really turns me on more than like a bigger group. But when it's on Zoom, it's good. But when it's in person, when you're in my energy in person, like I have such a huge shift with clients who are with me in person that it literally feels like years of therapy. Yeah. You know, because you unlock so much in abundance, in possibilities, but we also do like a life and business like strategy. So you walk out not only feeling like the queen you are and upgraded energy because you said it at the beginning of our call. Anytime you're with me, you feel like expanding, your energy is rising and my clients get to experience that. So that's what I'm super excited for because I used to do only group retreats and I'm like, let me do it private. Let me do it with like the, the VIP feeling because my client, when I offer it to her, she's like, oh my God, let me look at the flights. I'm coming. You know, she was like, I'm leaving everything on the side. I'm coming. You're here only for two months. Like, I got to do this. And she like invested and find a flight. And it's like, and for some women, it's not easy, like put everything on the side and invest. But I'm so excited for this because I know that even though it's scary to like put everything on the side, come for a weekend and, you know, like go so deep because we're always finding a reasons. I don't have the money. I don't have the time. Right now I'm focused on my kids. Right now I'm focused on my business. Right now I'm focusing on hosting my retreat. Well, you come first. Mm, right. You come first. Right. And if then you want to do all of that at a higher level, like let's serve you first so that you can serve yes. others. I love that. So that's what I'm super excited for because it's like, it's stepping up for me in my leadership and in my power. And like, I have so many beautiful modalities and so much magic that I really want to gift that I'm so excited for coming and sharing, but seeing the woman rising so much higher and going so much deeper. So, Mm, yeah, I love that. And something I want to reflect back to you that I heard you say um, in the very beginning was that you're shifting into the space of just showing up and serving and not having to worry about all the logistics and all that. And what's interesting is that you also said that you are shifting into this idea of motherhood. And when I think of motherhood and I think of divine feminine, literally motherhood is just showing up and be serving as the vessel. And when you are in that space of, of, growing life 
everyone gets to serve you as the goddess. Everyone gets to serve you as the divine because you are in service to life. Right. And a lot of women that are pregnant or, you know, bringing life into this world sometimes have a hard time with that. And so I feel like one of the most potent ways for you to practice what you preach is going through that rite of passage of like, okay, I'm, I'm available for being in service. So this is the highest level of service to, to humanity. So it's just beautiful to kind of hear those two perspectives and, and pull them together. And for those that want to know more about these VIP days and the retreats, and they want to be in the potency of you and, and your energy, what's the best way for them to do that? I feel like the best way it's like to reach out to me on Instagram, you know, that's yeah. my favorite place to be. It's yeah. like, it's where I am. That's where I'm showing up and serving really like every single day besides like the weekend. That's my family time. But I feel like that's the best way because I share my offers there. I share my wisdom there. And, uh, like I said, I will be doing them now. And it's so funny because like women, they sometimes come to me like, Oh, I'm so busy. Like I will do it next year. I was like, I don't know what I will be doing next year. I don't know what I will do next week. Like, like I said, we have plans, right? But then I give myself permission to change and to choose different and choose again. So if something is calling you, if something is resonating deeply with you, allow yourself to go with it. Because the fear and the doubt, it will always be there. Like, should I do it right now? Can I invest in this money? But whether it's with me or not, you get to invest in other mentors and coaches because like you said it, Melissa, yes, you can do it alone, but oh my gosh, it takes so much energy time and in the end, more money, you know? So yeah. Yeah. having people who can support you and love on you and nurture you, it's what will help you to get to the next level. It's not the next strategy. Mm, it's, yes. it's being the fullest version of you and being nurtured and loved because that's when your nervous system, it's relaxing. Mm -hmm. And when you relax, it's when you can receive. So, and, and that's my superpower, loving and nurturing. You yes, know? <laughs> I know. I, I feel it from you. It's so, it's so true. And yes, you are a true embodiment of that. So mm -hmm. thank you. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your light and sharing your love and your heart and your inspiration and wisdom. I know I took a lot away from the conversation and I know so many others will. Okay. Last question. What are you celebrating right now? Oh, right now I'm celebrating my health. You know, I feel like that's the biggest, that's like the gratitude that keeps coming up for me, my health and my relationship with my body, because for over two decades, I was struggling with eating disorder and hating my body. And last year I was healing my thyroid and my hormones. So now being in my body and learning how to love it in a way that it's nurturing, it's what I'm celebrating right now. That is so beautiful. I'm celebrating you and I cannot wait to see all the beautiful things that are going to unfold in your light and your magic and in your world. And you guys, if you love this episode, make sure you share it with a friend. And until the next episode, live your world with life. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It's truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to step fully into the life they've always dreamed of. 
I would be so incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes to leave me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life. Bye.